My name is Jill. Whatever your reason for choosing to explore a podcast called Spiritual But Not Religious, I'm glad you're here. My mission is to provide information and discussion about living a fulfilled life, developing spiritually outside the confines of organized religion. In Episode 6, I talked about my takeaways from Andre Hallow's book, God is Nothingness. Today, I'll discuss another book by Hallow called Neti Neti Meditation. This episode will be split into two parts, as this book delves deeply into the process of negation, how it applies to meditation, and how meditation conveys to everyday life. One of the most basic concepts Hallow puts forth is that what you think is just a thought. Thoughts are not reality, yet they can lead to emotions like fear, hate, and anger that can cause physical changes in our forms, tensed muscles, grinding teeth, increased heart rate. This physical response reinforces the thought you just had. If this person, place, or thing makes me feel this way, my thoughts about it must be true. The reinforced thoughts then self-validate the feelings. This circular validation happens within moments of an interaction, and it happens to all of us when we are ruled by our emotions. The neti-neti process allows us to see beyond the thoughts that we have about people and things. It frees us from the habit of seeing the world in rigid, unchanging terms based on thoughts and emotions derived from limited data. It also acknowledges that there is no such thing as experiencing raw reality. Our senses provide input to the nervous system, which then processes it based on our past education and experiences. By the time our nervous systems process the data and we have a thought or emotion, reality has changed. Through Neti Neti meditation, we question the nature of reality. Who am I? What am I? Am I my body? Am I my mind? Am I my thoughts or emotions? When I am angry, where is that emotion? Am I anger? Where does anger come from and where does it go? As we examine the anger, it loses its identity and it loses its power over us. We can understand this emotion as simply a part of human experience and then let it go. All emotions can then be transcended, experienced as part of the non-dual fabric of reality. Emotions do not define us, but they are integral to our human experience in this world. Our goal along our spiritual journey is to recognize our humanity while not falling victim to the whims of the ego and its array of emotions. Neti Neti reveals to us that everything is just a manifestation of the Absolute. We identify a rock as a rock because that is what we have been taught to call a hard conglomeration of minerals in that form. In reality, it is just the Absolute manifesting as a form that we call a rock. As Hallow puts it, Neti Neti exposes everything we can conceive of to be just ideas, thus negating their reality as things. When we examine any base object, defined by Hallow as anything we can perceive, sense, experience, or investigate, we will eventually find it lacking any sense or logic. This leaves us with, as Hallow puts it, a non-dual experience beyond words.
Buddhists call this thusness or suchness, a direct manifestation of reality beyond words and concepts. Hallow writes that when we recognize that our I-ness is just our idea of self projected onto the manifest world, we see the reality beyond the delusion, the beautiful thusness that is in us and is us. This allows us to see that we are all just expressions of the absolute, neti-neti, not this, not that. Hallow talks about the Hindu and Buddhist cycle of samsara. Samsara is defined by emotional turmoil, the ups and downs of our human feelings that can go from extreme highs to extreme lows within minutes or hours. Hallow stresses that just exchanging bad thoughts for good thoughts in order to bring on good emotions is not enough. Attachment to any thought will only lead to suffering. Instead, We must come to realize that we are not this, not that, beyond thought and feeling, beyond awareness. We are the absolute from which everything springs. In Chapter 3 of Neti Neti Meditation, Hallow takes us through an exercise to help us learn how to use Neti Neti to navigate our everyday lives. First, he tells us to identify a base object that needs investigating. This can be anything, a thought, emotion, etc. He uses the emotion of frustration as an example. Instead of trying to figure out why you are frustrated or what led to the frustration, you must see the emotion for what it is. Deny the emotion its power by taking a deep breath and allowing yourself to witness it objectively. Remember, that frustration is the result of thoughts which lead to emotions which are not reality. In reality, there isn't even an I to be frustrated. Now that you have diffused the base object's emotional power, experience it fully. What is its texture? Where in your body do you feel a reaction to it? What other emotions does it elicit? Where do those feelings manifest in your body? Carefully witness each of these emotions and feelings as they appear, but do not try to make them disappear. Your role is not to change the base object into something more pleasant. You should neither push it away nor pursue it. Just examine it. If the base object, in this case frustration, disappears, you may ask, what was it and where has it gone? The answer is always It arose from and has subsided into emptiness. It was never more than an idea. One reason we find ourselves attached to or repelled by certain thoughts or emotions is that we tend to apply labels to them such as good or bad. Neti Neti allows us to transcend these labels along with the objects, dissolving their hold over us. We do this by identifying the emotion along with any physical response. It also helps to identify any other charged thoughts or labels related to the emotion. For example, shame, anger, or frustration at being frustrated. Once we identify them, we can observe them and let them go. According to Hallow, the longer we observe an emotion or thought without actively engaging it or acting upon it, the more detached we grow 
as it becomes apparent that whatever we are observing is not us, and thus we are free from it. When we stop labeling any base object as good or bad, and we strip away the labels and the charged thoughts about it, it stops being an object. As its form and substance disappear, we can recognize that it just is. Just like you and me and everything else in the universe, this object is not a thing. It is merely a part of thusness, the non-duality that encompasses us all. The big questions in Neti Neti meditation are usually, what is this? Is this me? Is there any I in there? Hallow notes that traditional forms of Neti Neti skip past the identifying and de-labeling of base objects and jump straight to teaching that you are not this, not that. But Hallow says that it's not enough to simply reject all things as not us. We must also realize our part in nothingness, that our bodies do not exist in a way that defines us. Hallow refers to the Buddha's Diamond Sutra, which teaches that to be free of the objects of the world, we must empty them of their selfhood. To do this, we must, for example, negate the body's bodiness and the eye's eyeness, etc. When all of a body's properties are negated, we are left with only an idea and no thing to attach to. With no thing to attach to, we are no longer separated from everything else in the universe. This leaves us ready to tackle the question, Is this me? The answer to this question is always no, but there is more to it than that. A simple no implies there is a different answer. If you go looking for the I of yourself, you will find that, like all other things, it is merely an idea. Once you come to this realization, you have unlocked the door to non-duality. This may be enough for many who want to improve their everyday experiences with equanimity and grace. But Hallow offers one final step for those who want to go further in the neti neti process. He invites us to negate all that remains. For those who have experienced the absolute through formal meditation practice, something he describes in chapter 4, he explains how to bring awareness of the Absolute into our everyday lives. Hallow says that anything you experience, all sights, sounds, thoughts, and even non-dual experience, is not the ultimate truth and must be cast aside. Doing this, you will pass from the void of thusness to the void with a capital V of nothingness. All experiences involve change, but the absolute is unchanging. Anything you experience is not it with a capital I. It is all neti neti. In the end, once everything has been negated and the universe has been emptied of its contents, only the absolute, your true face, remains. Since there is nothing left to say not this, not that about, we have negated the process of negation itself. We have transcended neti neti, and all separateness about the world falls away. In the next episode, 
I'll discuss Chapter 4 and beyond of Hallow's Neti Neti Meditation. In the meantime, identify some of the emotions you go through each day. Examine them and try to understand the thoughts that bring on these emotions. Consider how you might be able to avoid emotional turmoil associated with certain thoughts and actions by approaching things more objectively. This will help prepare you for bringing Neti Neti into your daily interactions. I've found that when I do these things, I'm much calmer and content. When I forget these lessons and allow frustration or fear or another emotion to possess me, I become uncomfortable. And when I find myself too busy with everyday life to take 20 minutes for meditation, I'm much more susceptible to emotional turmoil. Feeling guilty about that won't help, though, so I just get back to it when I can. The more I practice the meditation, the easier it is to live the Neti Neti way and love life for what it is. Thanks for joining me today. If you found the content meaningful, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to check us out online at spiritualbnr.org and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SpiritualBNR. Until next time, I'm Jill, and this is Spiritual But Not Religious.